The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you care about your country, if you're concerned with the direction America is headed, if you're concerned that we live in a society where you're not allowed to question where the virus came from, if you're sick and tired of all this shit, then guess what? There's a reason why you're listening to me right now. We left a trail of breadcrumbs like Mexican Morpheus, red tamal, blue tamal. Thank you for choosing the red tamal. Welcome to RPT. The way it works here is we are protected by a subscription business model. What you do is you go to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. You sign up for the price of a cup of coffee and you get multiple podcast shows. Rob, tell them what they get. Every Monday you get a chingo chat, which is the non-political version of red pill tamales. Uh, it's not political-ish. Mm-hmm. On Wednesdays, there's a public episode on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere you get your shows. And on Friday is a bonus RPT that you get exclusively on Patreon only. And in the future, we are working on more programming for the rest of the week so that you can have five days a week, nonstop chingo bling RPT. That's right, Puro Pinche RPT. So we are syndicated. We're broadcasting everywhere. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Spread the word. But if you want the whole enchilada, if you want to dig deeper, if you want the entire episodes, the exclusive content, head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. This show is great because of the audience, the Tamal Intelligence Agency. All right? So you've come to the right place. Do it now. Take action. Sign up patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales all right so check it out yo if you're like us and you want to get more books read but can't always find the damn time to sit your ass down and read an actual book then try audible we partner with audible to give you members of the tia the tia and all our podcast listeners a free book is yours to keep forever and a 30-day trial of their audible premium plus package no contract you can cancel anytime, and they'll give you a reminder when your trial is about to end. Here's all you got to do. A couple steps. Click the link in the show notes below, or just go to audibletrial.com forward slash tamales. Click on Audible Premium Plus. Put your info, browse what book you want, and get your free book. Uh, let us know what you got. Why'd you, why'd you get that book, and what'd you think about it? We'll talk about it on the show. Sass. Right now, I want you to get ready for the Masa Messiah, the Tamale Kingpin. You know where I'm going with this? El Rey del Foreplay. I'm all, hey, I'm already not comfortable. The Versace Mariachi. All the way from Houston, Texas. Chingo Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, man. Hit me with a sound effect. Uh, come on, man. Perfect. <laughs> and don't worry, we're not going to keep it uh, political at all. Uh, it's your boy Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in the building. What's up, everyone? This is Chingo Chats. Keep your fucking politics at the door, brother. We're going to try. Yeah. We're going to try. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't want to get political already, but you're popping open a Coke and I had to get the H-E-B one. Oh, this was by mistake, man. This is leftover. I thought it was the H-E-B. <laughs> I didn't know it was Woca-Cola. My fault. <laughs> 
Uh, you know, it's funny when we record multiple shows in a day, which is going to happen more frequently now. It almost feels like after we've done, you know, the RPTs and we get to a Chingo chat, it's like, <sighs> yeah, okay, yeah, blood pressure yeah. goes down, yeah. get to relax a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, we already did our uh, important work. Yes. Uh, and this is now just fun, man. Um, I've been practicing my guitar, brother. I've been getting a little bit better. Word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody pra- somebody actually sent me a DM and said, oh, actually, yeah. I forgot who, man, but they were like, uh, ask Chingo to play the guitar on the episode. Okay, next time. So we can- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to bust out my little app, my Simply Guitar app. But I'm it's I'm very rudimentary. Yeah. I just I just play along with what the app is like. Bing, bing, bing. Have you been able to play like any kind of chords like put together? Yeah, they they had me switching between different chords. Uh, but it, some are tricky, man. Because some I think it's the C chord. Your pinky got to go way over here on the sixth string, and you know you're hitting all kind of frets and um, it gets discombobulated. Chingobling.com for tour tickets, by the way. Yeah, man, dude. Speaking of music and tour tickets, I'm kind of torn because a lot of people were acting like they just really fucking wanted like a music show. I mean, they love the comedy. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But like, anytime I'd mention any of y'all follow me from the from the music days, it'd be like the loudest pop sometimes. Mm. Um, you know, so I'm, I, I made adjustments. I was like, all right, let me talk a little bit more about my rap days, you know, tonight, things like that. But I literally told Sword, I was like, man, come on, man. <laughs> I was like, Waco, Texas, it was more of a music type venue. And I'm like, man, people acted because the way they put me on the flyer, it was like upcoming performances or something. It was like, summer concert music series or something i'm like why am i included in there if my shit ain't music Mm. so it was like a bunch of musicians and me all on their like flyer type thing so i think some people were like oh that was gonna be music but then again we got like a bunch of random white people came through white girls all kind of people nice patriots and this was in waco yeah and one group in particular is four white girls so of course i had to ask tell me more like so why are y'all here? Why are y'all really here? And I was like, how'd you hear about the show? And they pointed at one of their friends. They're like, her, she's the one. And I was like, okay, how'd you hear about it? She's like, honestly, I just like this venue. I hopped on the website, said Chingo Bling, seemed like a good time, bought the tickets. Nice. So I was like, okay. But they were like, you are amazing. They, boy, they were just crunk. I like that. I love that. I love hearing that. Somebody that I like hearing actually that people just take the the leap of like, you know, a live performance, not knowing the person, not knowing the content and just giving it a try. I think that's really cool. Especially when they get in a hell of a show. That the show of the yeah. decade apparently. Apparently, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so I was kicking around the idea. I told my so I was like, "Man, I don't know, man. It seems cuz it throws me off because I feel like I feel like when people are like, "Oh my god, you know, It'd be so awesome if you came back to the music show. I'm thinking to myself, where the hell were y'all these past, <laughs> you know, when shit was slow, when people just, you know, when people were just, you know, I guess you got to wait a certain amount of time for your music to like come back around and become nostalgia. Okay. That, that's one way to look at it. To what become, if, because we've had so many people in comments say, man, you know, I used to, I used to jam Chingo Bling, you know, before I'm a huge fan. I'm an even bigger fan now. Maybe this is obviously just a huge hypothetical they kind of like went somewhere else for a while, started having a family, saw that you're talking about politics, came back around. There were a lot of those too. And then they're like, oh man, I'm going to hop back on these CDs. Like Jorge was like, I was bumping you when I was in middle school. 
And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's hard to stay hot forever. It's hard to keep your audience's ear forever. Like, for example, um, you know, when you have momentum and you're cranking out content and people are checking for you, as they say, <clears throat> yeah, it's like, how do you sustain that? How do you have a system set up to where, I'll give you an example. Gucci Man had a great system when he was killing it on the mixtapes. Like, it was just, I don't know how his recording studio schedule was, what producers and DJs he was working with, but he was literally dropping so much stuff. Same thing with Future. Mm -hmm. Like, they had your ear and they kept it because yeah. they just kept dropping and dropping and dropping. That's very difficult to do. So people are going to outgrow you, like you said. People just... Their their interests shift, you know, you know it, you know they fall off from listening. How do you feel about artists? I, I don't remember if this was like two or three years ago, but I remember the conversation of the frequency of dropping stuff. You know, was was like a, a big topic of conversation. I think you had I don't I'm just gonna use for example. I think you had the um, the Drake approach, which was like X amount of gap between songs and, or albums or singles, and then you had like Russ. Are you a Russ fan? Um, I don't really know much of his stuff. I know who he is. Okay, mm -hmm. some great shit. But he would like drop on the daily. Let's say he would drop like mm -hmm. a new song, like thirty days. You know, this month I'm dropping a new song every every month, or even for six months at a time. And so the conversation was going back and forth between artists of like, no, you need to like really work on a, a masterful piece of of you know music and then mm -hmm. put it out. And the others were like, now you got to be in their face. And you got to yeah. put out new stuff all the time. Well, I mean, look at the way we podcast, especially me, like. I'm a podcast junkie. Love it. So the ones that I follow, I'll be on there like, refresh, refresh. Damn, these motherfuckers ain't upload yet. Dude, that's me too. Yeah, it's like, fuck, I wish you had a new one. Because we just did this long road trip. <sighs> it was so far, bro. I, Odessa, oh, I know. Odessa, boy, you way out. You way over there. Might have still kind of broke it down there. for me. Y'all actually drove after the show? Yes. So after Odessa, you still had the adrenaline. We performed at a beautiful venue uh, it was like you still smell the paint. It was brand spanking new, super professional. So we had a great time, great feedback. So you're just buzzing. And it's still, it was still kind of like somewhat early. Mm -hmm. So it's like, do we just want to just be up for a few hours at the hotel room watching TV and stuff? And then tomorrow we'd have to drive eight hours? Or do you want to knock out two and a half now? Tomorrow we just got like five and a half. And she's like, I'm down for whatever, babe. I'm down for, you know, she got my back. She a soldier. I said, all right, bet. Let's go straight to the room, which we had already paid for. And I was like, let's just pack up. And then let's drive to Abilene. And now we got to get another room there, unfortunately. Mm. But at least the next morning, it's a little bit less driving. But regardless, man, even though we killed a chunk of the drive and we had to like got snacks and shit like at a stripes like some like random gas station in the middle of nowhere yeah it's a little sketchy for a minute um but even even then it's like oh my god like how much further you know what i mean those drives dude, six hours yeah like even the one to wake up was like what four four and a half um i think it was like three and a half or something i, I think it was closer to four from what i remember and it's right. like after that four it's like going to dallas like same thing it's like at that four hour mark you're like i need I, a break yeah i can't keep going so that was i think super smart of y'all to do it after the show when you have that adrenaline still going and kind of it's not so yeah. miserable yeah yeah exactly yeah 
Um, and of course, you know, you're listening to podcasts and stuff. And oh, yeah, that's so, what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Yeah. Well, no, what were you what were you listening to? What do y'all? Because y'all both you and my cell are both podcasts. Well, fans. we started listening to Tim Dillon. Then he started talking about some real sexual stuff about a boy. He was trying to do some stuff to another boy. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and not listen to that right now. <laughs> He's because he's very descriptive yeah, he and, and passionate with his raspy voice. Can I uh, and shit? And of course, uh, I think I had already ran through all the war room pandemics. Oh, oh, I found some good ones though. Please I found tell some, us, dude. Okay, I know we're on my podcast, so I shouldn't be promoting the podcast. <laughs> but there was one. It's called China. If you're listening, <sighs> these boys. They're from um, uh, Australia. And you know what's weird about it? It's ABC Radio under ABC News. But they're like keeping it pretty real. Hmm. And they shouted out, or I guess they they uploaded an episode, which was from Radio New Zealand. And they have a, a podcast series. And it, it covers Chinese influence in New Zealand and begins with the death of two dissidents on the road between Auckland, uh, New Zealand, and Wellington. All four episodes are available now on podcast apps. Just search Redline if you want to hear more from them. And I know this isn't political. This isn't a political podcast, but it's fascinating, man. Just on a quick note, it's fascinating how one country, like, you know, I'm talking about China, yeah. how one country can eventually get their tentacles, if you will, everywhere. I mean, I was listening to Sam Tripoli. Mm -hmm. He had a uh, female conspiracy theorist, if you will, uh, truther, have you, and. Um, whatever they call themselves, it's the, she's from Canada, and she was going on and on about how their, their president or whatever, Justin Trudeau, how the media propped him up. He donated like $600 million or something crazy to like bailed out the media, so now they can't say shit bad about him, and how basically he sold out the Canadian people to the CCP. So as you're jumping around between all these podcasts, it's like, God damn, man, they're in New Zealand running shit. They're running shit in Canada. They they got Australia by the nuts. They already just sneaking in all that little Marxism and, and weird rhetoric. Unfortunately, well, fortunately for us, we have this pesky thing called uh, the Constitution yeah. and rights and things like that, which they're uh, they're chipping away at. But um, but anyway, yeah, we tuned into a whole bunch of random podcasts and you, uh, I'm surprised you don't tune into Tim Pools. <clears throat> yeah, we did. Okay, it I, was yeah. I've been binging his a lot recently. They're great. They're super good, man. And it's funny because he puts on a really good uh, YouTube production. You know, he puts on a very good YouTube show. It's it's super simple. I mean, it's no different than what you know Rogan does, or uh, maybe even Jimmy Dore. But Jimmy Dore, you know, he has the green screen and pulls up stuff all the time, kind of like we do somewhat. But his is very. You got Ian and Lydia and him and maybe his guests if they have a guest. And then they just kind of cycle through the cameras. They don't ever pull up videos. They don't pull up articles. It's just constant conversation between everybody. I actually like the simplicity of that. But depending on the guest, I'll watch it on YouTube. And I never subscribed to the podcast until like five days ago, four oh, days okay. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just because they're also so long. Like they're two, three, four, uh, five hours sometimes. Uh, damn, five hours. Yeah. Like Schultz did a four and a half hour podcast with academics, who I'm not even really a fan of. But anyway... I was like four, yeah, four and a half hour, four four hours and forty minutes actually. Almost five. They didn't cut it off. No. Oh my. And you know what? It has a million views. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So people that say. So if you have not subscribed to <laughs> CBTV, yeah, uh, YouTube is a whole other beast. Whoa, 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 Rob! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cut, 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 cut. That is the end of the teaser. 
All right. If you want the whole enchilada, the full shebang, that's strictly for the patrons. We're hitting y'all with more premium content. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows, all of the content and all the premium exclusives. All right. See you there. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Sus.